Boy, oh boy, it's a tough gospel today. I don't know what you came and hoped to listen to today, but this is a demanding and a stern gospel. I was thinking, since we have Father Felipe here today, that he would do the homily, and you know, I could just sit and, and watch, but, um, but he gave the honors to me, and it is said that those who are obedient and who live by the law and commandments are, are the most wisest in the kingdom of heaven. So today, a lot of you don't know, but, but our confirmation students would know that they had a quiz uh, that they had to do. Especially for the second year students, it was like a big surprise because we've never had one in the first year. And so, um, so a couple of weeks back, when, um, when we kind of announced it in a catechist meeting, one of the catechists said, hey, my student has a question. So I was saying, okay, well, maybe it has something to do with the study guide that we gave, or you know, some, maybe something was not clear. But the question was this, what will happen if I fail in the quiz? Well, you will not be confirmed. I don't know. Maybe it makes sense as a student to ask that question. You know, it's a great strategy for a student. If there are no consequences, I put minimum effort. But sometimes, in our faith and moral life, we ask the similar, we can ask the similar question. But when we do, we risk a, great, a grave kind of error. Maybe there's a sin we are contemplating or, or already committed. And so our question at times is, would God mind if I break this rule, this commandment, this law? And I've been asked at times that question and, and I'm like, I don't know what to say. Like, I mean, I, I don't have the mind of God. You know, God was merciful. I don't have his mind. But a lot of the times, experience tells us the sins at times that we are obsessed with or that we think are, are so big, they're never the sin that God is thinking about. It's something that we have never imagined, something that we've ignored. That is what God is more worried about concerned about because that's the mind of God that is God we cannot comprehend him so so the question you know would God mind if I break this rule this commandment this law well no God does not care about rules it's a wrong question just like in the quiz, it's a wrong question to ask what is going to happen if I fail. Well, well, God is not having a conversation between a set of rules 
But what he's really concerned, he's not concerned about the rule book. Like he doesn't have a rule book. He says, oh, okay, um, Father Roland, he did not follow this rule. Check. Right? He's going to keep all of this. <laughs> I, I guess he does. I don't know. But I think what he's really concerned about is he's concerned about you, each one of us, you and me. He's concerned about our joy, our happiness, our peace, our holiness. So, so am I choosing joy? Am I choosing happiness? Am I choosing peace? Am I choosing holiness? That is what God cares about. So it's kind of foolish to ask the question if, that we at times end up asking. God cares less if we choose this and that. What we're really concerned about is you, your joy, your happiness, your peace, your holiness. The moral teachings, the laws, the commandments that we find in the scripture and the church are truly our path to sainthood, our path to holiness. It is scary at times, but, um, but imagine if you're going to a dentist and the dentist discovers that, hey, you gotta get a root canal. It's painful, it's like, you know, for some of us, it's difficult to even imagine going through a root canal. But if you do go through it, we know that we are without pain. It feels so much better. So in today's gospel, we are invited to asceticism, to detachment, to cutting off things that are not from God. It says, if your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out. If your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It's shocking. It's scary. There's a fear of letting go. St. Augustine said when he was on the path to conversion, he was trying to make changes to his life, he heard, he heard his passions, his sins, you know, um, things that he was attached to on the back of his shoulder, kind of saying, are you going to live? Can you live without me? Can you live without us? Can you really live without us? You're going to follow Christ? Our Lord wants us to have the freedom to say yes. He invites us more deeply into his love and intimacy. He wants us to make that choice for joy, for happiness, and peace. What is, what is true and genuine detachment? What is it? It is me, totally free, totally voluntary, separating myself from all that is not of God. I'm constantly thinking, is this from God? Does this lead me closer to God? If not, I don't want anything to do with this. That is detachment. And detachment is based on a hope. A hope that there is something better in store for us. There is something, there's even greater treasure that is in store in heaven. And this material world, this material things, they, even though they, make, they can give me comfort at this moment, but they are worthless compared to the treasure that God has in store for us. Today we celebrate Black History Month. Um, our parish has chosen this Sunday to celebrate it. 
We celebrate today the history, the culture, the presence among us of people of African descent. One of the um, great saints um, coming from this tradition is Martin de Porres. Saint Martin was born in Peru in the 16th century. His mother was of an African and native descent. His father was a Spaniard. Spaniard. He never mar married the mother of Martin. And when he was very young, his father left them. So Martin grows up poor. His mother had to do laundry to support her family. And as he was growing up, one day she realized that, her, I mean, she could not support her children with the work that she had. So she decides to send Martin to a free school where it was a school for barbers. And, and during those times, it was also for surgeons. And so Martin was very diligent. He worked, he prayed. He was a religious young boy. And he slowly discovered a call to religious life, to, to prayer, to deeper prayer. But the laws in Peru at that moment prevented black people from joining a religious community. So at age 15, Martin, you know, applied to volunteer to a Dominican uh, house in Lima, Peru. So the understanding was in exchange for his stay, for his living with the religious priests and brothers, that he would do the menial tasks of service. You know, he would clean, he would work in the kitchen, he would do laundry. And, and they accepted his, his offer and, and he was there with the Dominican brothers and priests living with them, doing the menial tasks. He also used his skills that he had, the medical skills that he had as um, to heal uh, people. But after eight years, the, the head of the house uh, discovered the holiness of Martin. He found that this man is really holy. And so he decides to ignore the human laws that were created at that point in time and to follow God's law. He decided at age 24 to have Martin um, profess his vows and become a lay brother, uh, Dominican brother. And because of his skills and his compassion that the, that the superior saw, he made him in charge of the infirmary in the house. Martin remained faithful. He dies serving in the infirmary at age 59. In this many years that he was there, he, he cured many sick people. He reached out to many poor people. He collected alms. He fed the hungry. The, you know, he gave money to the destitute, healed the sick. Um, at, at times, he risked his own health as he came in contact with these sick people. There were many miracles that were done during this time. Martin always had a vision. He always had hope in something greater. He never um, took the bitterness that he was treated with uh, to his heart. He was always generous. 
always willing to serve. He was always putting others first, putting God first. He's the first black saint in the Americas, and he is the patron for mixed race people, for barbers, and also for racial harmony. And in him, we can find a great example of somebody who lived detachment, who many a times had to cut off things from his life that were not from God. So when he was challenged, um, and in the many challenges that he had, um, he did not take on bitterness, but he took on joy. And in taking on this joy and in, in following God's commandments and his laws, he found joy. And this is the life of many saints that, that we can see. Our invitation today is to join deeply in the love of God. God wants us to live a life that is joyful, that is happy, peaceful, and, and is only found in following God's law and his commandments. Our psalm today says, blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord. So let us, as we prepare to receive Christ um, in the Eucharist, you know, commit to that. And we commit to cutting off anything that is taking us away from God, that is not from God. Let us make that commitment today. And let us ask in a very special way for St. Martin de Porus to pray for us.